What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shot Callers, presented by 48MinutesNetwork.com, where we have all your favorite podcasts, articles, game recaps, everything you ever want for basketball. We got everything. it all. We got it all. Ben, it's been a minute. I know, my brother. What's going on? I've been missing you. I know. Every, Tim, I miss you. Tim, we're back in the studio together. Missed you. Oh, man, it's been a while now. It has. It has. Yeah. Some va- we've had some vacays. Stuff like that has happened. Um, time has passed, but it only made the heart grow fonder. It absolutely so. did. Mm-hmm. Glad to be back with you guys. This is my favorite episode we've recorded in a few months, at least. Yeah. yeah. So A lot of fun. Uh, we talk about where the Warriors are kind of all time, now that they're in the finals. Uh, we talk about the Bucks series. We talk about... Um, kind of culture and hip-hop and streetwear and how that all meets talk about the wnba we talk about it all man we did man we hit the we talk about the draft a, a, a little bit mm-hmm. um just everything so um and it's not add like at large bid either it's not, man. <laughs> it was oh man this was a good one so um please please enjoy it as much as we enjoyed recording it and have a good time guys absolutely thanks i said i always remember the wood crane beneath my feet in a busy I never said I was angry, but I think I'm still in misery. But it's what I need, and it took me by surprise. Sometimes I think I'm down for Alright, we're recording this on a Tuesday, May 21st. Uh, the inevitable has happened. The Warriors are in the finals. <laughs> as if we didn't know. <laughs> what? I mean, it happened. The Warriors? As if, I mean, yeah. as, as if we didn't know. It happened. Uh, I'm actually okay with it. Same. I am too. I mean, it feels like what should have happened. It is. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it was inevitable. Everybody knew it. Um, the one team that we thought possibly had a shot was Houston, and they crumbled under the pressure, even with a hurt Kevin Durant. Um, Not gonna say anything. You know. <laughs> so I mean, it, it, it. I mean, with Durant, I mean, it would have been worse. But without Durant, you saw. Steph Curry be Steph Curry. Like, I think people kind of forgot how how dominant he was it does before Kevin Durant got there. Yeah, it's it, it almost seems crazy now to think that Houston was even favored yeah. in those right? games. Where we rag on Kevin Durant so much because he joined a 73-win team. team right? That's like the thing. He joined a 73-win team. Yeah. And now it's just a 73-win team is left. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. There's still a, a two-time. I mean, for the love of MVP. God, Andrew Bogut is playing on this team right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're uh, they're side pieces. You know what I mean? They're, they're rotation <laughs> players. Looney's are, and the... aren't as good. Looney's like their best but, rotation piece. But then you look at Looney, and he he's he's playing really good. And um, Livingston's kind of not even a factor yeah. at all or anything. And Iguodala is hurt, but just kind of goes to show that. You know, you still are trotting out Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Draymond. You're good. Yeah, I got some yeah. solid I mean, contributions it's... from Jacob Evans too last night. Yeah, that's your guy, right? He's all right. You I, see, I root for him. I yeah. want him to do well. Yeah, I don't know much about him or when he played at UC or whatever, but yeah, defensive guy. Yeah, do you think he uh, continues to be a rotation player for them? It depends how this summer shakes out. Um, I could see it as a possibility. I think he has the defensive skill to do that. But they already have Jordan Bell in, in that role, right? But that's what I was going to say. Jordan Bell could be potentially let go this offseason. He's an RFA because he's a second-round pick. So this is the year they can let him loose. Okay. Uh, okay. Right on. Um, so the Warriors make it. This is their fifth straight finals mm-hmm. in the Western Conference. Super impressive. 
Um, real quick, I, I did see some stuff that said that the Warriors making five straight finals in the West was more impressive than LeBron making eight straight finals. I just want to be super clear that I don't agree with that at all. Same. Not at all. <laughs> just want to be like very clear. Not at all. That if that is an opinion out there, Mm-mm. I don't share it. We're not the same. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's cool, but I yeah, it's hard for me to be like five's better than eight. Yeah. If we're gonna go the whole like Kobe's better than LeBron, stands six over three, we can't have that argument. Yeah. Um. Not that I agree with that argument. Yeah, I get it. Right. I get it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but, yeah, this Warriors team is, is really rolling. And it sounds like Boogie could be back. Yeah, well, That's I think scary. there's – Yeah, it's well, I think scary. there's – I think somebody said nine days yeah. until the finals. So you're getting nine days of straight – more – I mean, straight rest for Durant more. Nine days straight rest for Boogie more. Nine, you know, nine re- you know, days rest for – Igadala, who had a strained calf. I yeah. mean, you're almost getting... And to have fresh legs yeah, on fresh Draymond, legs. who's been just sprinting up and down the court. Clay, who every year is clocked for the most mm-hmm. miles ran on the court. Um, Steph, who is like... Dude, there's plays where Steph is just running around. Yeah. And he doesn't even have the ball in his hand. He's just running around. It, it reminds me of Rip right. Hamilton. Yeah. It reminds Rip me Hamilton of literally the, Rip, yep. Rip Hamilton, where it's just causing havoc but then he'll like dribble through defenders and stuff like that it's just so crazy it must be so frustrating well it, yeah it's got to be frustrating and on top of that too he tilts the defense wherever he goes so it's like if he starts here like they start on the baseline and you don't run a baseline screen he fakes left goes right i mean your whole defense <laughs> has got to tilt the one way to the other and then you're looking then you got draymond sprinting down the middle of the floor and then on top of that you got clay thompson to worry about so it's not only not letting Steph get open, then you got to worry about Clay popping out on the backside or Draymond cutting to the basket, or you know, like it, it's just a lot of stuff. He creates a lot of chaos. You almost forgot what this was like. Yes, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Like not in a bad way because obviously, if you can get Kevin Durant, you get Kevin Durant, right. and it's paid off. But you forgot like those three being the three uh, the three guys, mm-hmm. like how good it can be. Absolutely, absolutely, and and the thing about all that too is that. You're now seeing now, and everybody talked about you know Draymond, you know you know he's better conditioned, he's put dropped all the weight, he's done all these different things. He took but, the backpack off. Yeah, yeah, not complaining to the refs. Not complaining to the refs. He did say that in a press conference. Like, he won like, me over. He was like, I was complaining more to the ref than I was playing basketball, which is huge. But the big thing is, is that he, I I get to the feel that he just started being himself again. Yep. I mean, if you remember him before Kevin Durant, and we used to talk about this all the time, Tim. I would say that train don't roll without Draymond. I mean, because he was the X factor. He was the guy that got the offense going. He stabilized their defense. He did all those oh, things. Yeah. I, I've. I mean, I, I feel like I've been very open on this pod. Very. That. I mean, I'm. I'm like in the 99th point nine percentile of Draymond fans. I absolutely love the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've said this on probably five pods in the last few months that he leads the team in assists mm-hmm. every single year. Yeah. He is their best defensive player on the team. Absolutely. He is. Um, and so, and he's the most passionate player. Yeah. And so when you're the most passionate, you're the best playmaker and you're the best defender on the best team, there is something to be said about Absolutely. that. Um, there's just, he's just not the best shooter on the team. Right. Right. But he is, you, the cool thing I love about those, uh, like wired, and you hear him talking to other players. Hey, man, everybody misses shots. Keep shooting. That was cool. Like, like that kind of leadership is just 
miss. I mean, it's just missed all the time. You don't see that stuff. So when you see him, you know, talking guys up and being positive and sprinting down the floor and getting loose balls and great assist. I mean, you know, I mean, people talk about him all the time. You know how hard it is when you're this far deep into the season to play that many minutes and continue to give that kind of effort and get triple doubles, lead your team in assists, lead your team in rebounds. You're the defensive stopper. That's I mean, that's a difficult, difficult thing to do. Want to hear Tim's crazy advanced stat of the game of the episode? Let's hear it. Draymond Green this year, his defensive box plus minus was a plus three point four. That's pretty awesome. Yes, it's the third lowest of his career. Oof! Oh my gosh! <laughs> the year that they won seventy three games, he was a three point nine. The first year with Kevin Durant, he was a five. Oh, he was worth five wins on defense for his team. Oh, <laughs> <my> <laughs> all right, I got here's mine. All right, basketball reference. Yes, sir. That was mine too. Basketball site basketball reference. Uh, Draymond Green since uh, since 1984 okay. triple doubles in the uh, in the playoffs. The only people that have more triple doubles than Draymond Green since 1984 in the playoffs. All right, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, playoff Rondo. That's it. That's the entire list. That's it. That's the entire list. He has more than Kidd, more than Larry Bird, more than Russell Westbrook. That's crazy. Curry, Durant. I mean, that's you, crazy. You have to, res- yeah. That's like, crazy. Here's He's the fourth. other crazy thing: like Draymond pulled the ultimate chess move this year, and it's not really talked about too. And, oh, I'm sorry, real quick. He did that in so 2015 to 2019. Yeah. So a total of five seasons. Mm-hmm. LeBron, he had seven in five seasons. LeBron had 15 in 13 seasons. Wow. Yeah. Magic wow. Magic Johnson had 12 in... 14? In, let's see, eight seasons? I was going to say, yeah. 80, so, 81 to 90. So... He's a triple-double machine, and it feels like his triple-doubles are worth a little more. Mm-hmm. And his new agent is going to bring that to the table very much. Oh, yeah. Which is not really discussed a lot for some reason or another. Yeah. He's, he's clutch. With, yeah, he's with Clutch he's and Rich Paul now. Yeah. He's a clutch guy. Yeah. Not that I think he's going to leave Golden State, but I think he's going to get his money's worth. I was going to say, he's going to back the truck up. Yeah. yeah. Bring trucks back and up. I'm, I'm glad that his value is back up in the league. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to be one of the hotter names in the last week or so, and I love it. Which, if you listen to this show last year, hearing me say these nice things about the Warriors, people probably are wondering what's wrong with me. Right. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean... I just appreciate it I just think that we're fans of basketball. And we are seeing the best basketball team in who knows how long. I'm almost to the point where I think, like, if they win this year, that's four and five. The Bulls didn't do that. Right. The Celtics didn't do that. You know, like, you almost have to, like, at, that, at some point, you just got to give credit. You got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. It's 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 very impressive. I mean, that's just, <laughs> I mean, four and five is, I mean, if they win it, four and five is, that's, that's almost unheard of. I mean, that's you got to give props. Got to give props. 80% compared to the Bulls 6 and 10, which is 60%. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's nuts. Um and if they win this, again, we I feel like we've kind of done this a little bit before, mm-hmm. but I'm curious if they win again, where is Curry all time? League with all thinks he's the second greatest player of all time. Yeah, I I think he's <laughs> I think he's probably closer to second best of all time than where other people are putting him. I, I agree. I think he's I think he's definitely up there. I, I mean, not that we get into the goat debate here because it's one of our few sure. rules on Forty Eight Minutes right. Network, but he's definitely got to. I mean, if you consider him the greatest shooter ever, 
he's got to be in the conversation. And now he's one of the greatest winners ever. I mean, yeah. he's got to. He's to a culture me, changer. Yeah, he I is. mean, to me, what he's done for small guards, what he's done for um, the culture, what he's done for uh, how the game is played. How the game is played. Uh, he has shifted basketball. I mean, he shifted back. You, the you the remember, most since Kareem, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's not another yeah. LeBron James, but you can yeah. if you practice hard enough. There's a possibility you could be Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah. I.e. Damian Lillard this playoffs. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can. What he's done as far as just his shot making ability, what he's able to do on the floor, he shifted the game. I mean, every, every young kid and my my son is 12 every young kid wants to have range every young kid wants to run off a screen get fouled and do the shimmy shake every young kid wants to be able to come down and pull from the daggum logo and call buckets i mean <laughs> if you watch lamello ball's high school tape yeah that's it. i mean every i mean and every kid and it's and that's what basketball is now i mean it's that's yeah. that's it's a three-point game it's a it's a perimeter game and you got to be able to shoot and he has changed the aspects of the game. I mean, he's got to be. I mean, there's been some great players, but I mean, who's done what he's done? Yeah, in that aspect, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's actually cool. incredible. Uh, it is. I, I just think it's so cool that we have the greatest shooter of all time. Uh, I don't know, top three best offensive player of all time. Mm-hmm. One of the best defensive players that I remember seeing ever in mm-hmm. Draymond. Yeah, and then. Where do you put as a sixth man? Where's Iguodala all the time as a sixth man? Up there. Up there? As a yeah. sixth man has never been a finals MVP, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, and, and so <laughs> the yeah. best shooter of all time. He started one of the best. Team, though, didn't he? Did he, did he win the finals um, MVP? I don't know. I thought he did. Okay. I, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I just see him as a sixth man. Same. In, the, in the same way where, like, Manu is a sixth man. Mm-hmm. Correct. And he would still he would start in half the games. Yeah. Um, I just view, view him as a in a six man role. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I would agree with that. Yeah, and the same. And Lou Williams is the same. Where Lou Williams will get thirty five minutes a game, but he's yeah. a six but man. He's a six man. Right. You know, he'll get more minutes than a starter. Yeah, but Tony Kukoc. coach. Yeah, Tony Kukoc. coach. Uh, let's talk about who they beat. Let's talk about Portland for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, their season's over. Mm-hmm. It was a great season. It was. Uh, they really could have been in the dumps going into the season. Um, I mean, they got swept by the Pelicans, mm-hmm. and they had pretty high expectations. They were three seed last year, and they got swept. You, you look at like Toronto, for example. Toronto gets embarrassed in the playoffs, right. just like Portland did. Toronto's like, we're firing our coach. We're getting rid of the most loved player in our franchise history. Maybe, maybe uh, Vince Carter, but but DeRozan's definitely up DeRozan there. DeRozan is the all-time Raptor. Yeah, he's the all-time yeah. Raptor. We're going to get rid of our all-time franchise guy. We're going to get rid of the coach of the year, and we're going to really switch it up. We need we need some changes around here. Um, Portland and, ran it back. And Portland's like, you know what? We like what we have. Mm-hmm. We like what we have a lot. And they extended their coach today, too, didn't they? They did. They well, called, you know what? Extension. We'll take a buyout guy. We'll take Rodney Hood. That's a scrap. We'll I mean, Seth. Rodney Hood was a scrap. You yeah. know, Seth Curry... Wasn't was an afterthought. I was mean, an afterthought. Right. Yeah. Was, was hurt. hurt. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they had the confidence in their guys. We get to the play. You know, they have an incredible season. We don't talk about them at all throughout the season. No. Um, we don't talk about they Willard. Picked up a canter. I right. forgot about that. Yeah. Picked we picked canter. against them against yeah, OKC. Did. Yeah. Pick pick against them in OKC. Um, 
and they just have this incredible season. They're at the time, uh, Nurkic was actually I think their second best player. Absolutely. No disrespect, yeah, but I was, think he was their second best he player. Was killing it before he got hurt. He was having he was a doing awesome. season. They lose their second best player. You know, we think all right, this team doesn't have a chance. It, it was a good good little run, but that's it. And um, just a great season, man. Really great season. Great story. Lillard should be proud. Uh, I know this series in particular wasn't his best series ever, but, I mean, he has two series winners. There's six all-time. He has two of them. Um, <laughs> I mean, not Pretty many, awesome. Not many people could call, ball, not even ball game, but series. <laughs> series game. Uh, you know, and he, he can... He can say that he can, so. The OKC shot might be one of my, like, favorite shots ever. Ever. Mainly because it buried me ever believing in OKC ever again. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Uh, I did a Twitter poll, and I don't remember what the results were. The Kawhi shot or the Lillard shot? Oh, yeah. I mean. I mean, fine. <laughs> Man. <laughs> that's, uh, we're pretty lucky. I mean, I know that we're talking about this This playoffs has been without LeBron and stuff, but I don't know, man. We're, we still get to see history in the Warriors. We still get to see Logo Lillard. We're seeing Kawhi really be himself. It, it's been pretty cool so far still. Agreed. But overall, we're we're happy for Portland, right? Absolutely. I mean, oh, for sure. They uh, they became my Western Conference team. All right. Overnight. There it is. You've always been a Lillard guy. All, I have been, all, yeah. You've always yeah, you, flown that flag really, sure. really high. So, yeah, we're... we're uh, Kawhi yeah. Leonard 60-40. Okay. And then um, you probably, did probably right most impressive so. player in the playoffs. Kawhi, 42. Jokic, 25. Durant, 17. Lillard, 16. Right on. Which, if like, there was an all-playoff team, like, it'd be hard to not have Lillard on there. Yeah. That's an idea. They should have an all-playoff team. All-playoff team. First I like team, that. second team. Hmm. I think that's a good idea. All-playoff I mean, who would – I mean, of course, we haven't had the finals yet, but who would be on your – all right, First ready? Five. Stephen Lillard will be the guy. Steph Lillard, easy. Okay. Um, Giannis Kawhi. Oh, no, Giannis Durant. Uh, Kawhi Durant. Kawhi is number one on the forwards to me. Okay. Kawhi Durant, probably. And then um, Jokic. Yeah. yeah. Second team would probably be Embiid. Whichever yeah. the, uh, the Giannis Kawhi Durant you don't use. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. Butler. Wow. Yeah. McCollum? CJ McCollum. He was really good in the Denver he was series. Good in the Denver series. McCollum went off. And then whatever, like, Harden? Clay? Harden? Harden or Clay. I mean, Harden was pretty rough in the Golden State series, but then again, it was, like, but kind I mean, of one of it those. It was 5-1-1, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was fighting for his life. Chris Paul was only. <laughs> right. Clint he was, fighting. was awful. Yeah. He was freaking fighting. Harden was fighting for his life. Yeah. He basically had Eric Gordon have a couple games. Uh, cool. Oh, Eric Gordon yeah. might be on that list. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, Eric Gordon Eric might be Gordon the other guard, uh, honestly. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like what, what a genius it? idea by producer Tim out of yeah, nowhere. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That's fun. Uh, let's revisit that after the finals. I'm down. I, yeah. I really do like that yeah. one. That's that's fun. Um, so Portland season's over. Um, Golden State's in. So yeah. let's go to the other side. Yes, sir. Tonight's game's going on. It's still the first quarter. First quarter hasn't ended yet. Milwaukee is playing in Toronto in Game Four. Uh, I'm sure by the time you guys are listening to this. That game is going to be over. What are you seeing so far? Um, I see a tired, a tired Raptors team. Um, the Bucks were fresh, came in. You could tell they were a little rusty when they started that game one, but started to roll. 
Uh, game two was a debacle. Um, I mean, it's been could, ugly. Yeah, it's, it's been really ugly. been ugly. Um, and we, you know, we had talked about this before. The only thing that saved the Raptors in Game Three were their play, the Bucks players filing out, Giannis filed out. Um, so I think that was the only thing that really saved them. Um, I'm gonna play devil's advocate to that point. Uh-huh. Is Lowry fouled out with six minutes left, so he didn't play the last six minutes of regulation or ten minutes of or overtime. Time, yeah. So he didn't play the last 16 minutes of the game, which is basically a whole quarter. Right. So yeah. Didn't Siakam foul out in overtime, too? Siakam did foul out. Yeah. But minutes management was definitely yeah. an issue. Horrendous. Definitely. bad. The Bucks have this uh, – Budenholzer is so, like, uh, on it where he's like, I don't care what's going on in the game. I don't care what the score is, how my players are playing. Giannis comes out at this time. Like mm-hmm. this is the time I sit them. These are the minutes that my guys get. Period. And and um, our guy, you know, Pat Connaughton will come in. He knows exactly what he's supposed to do. You know, like their role players know exactly what they're supposed right. to do. Mm-hmm. They come in, they get it done, and then they roll back out their team. And they have a system. Um, not only not only in how they play uh, on offense as far as like spreading the floor and all that stuff. They have a system as far as their rotations Correct. and what their guys are supposed to do. And when you look at it, Siakam and Leonard getting over 50 minutes, that's really rough. That's tough. Marcus all getting 44. Yeah. Abaka getting 14. Van Vliet getting 30 Ugh. and scoring three points. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not getting 37 minutes from George Hill off the bench, 37 from Brogdon off the bench. You know what I mean? Like, you're not right. you're not getting that. Right. Um, Ersan played 12 minutes in a game when Giannis fouled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their, their, their team just really, really spreads it mm-hmm. really, really well. Yeah. And uh, I think that's going to be a factor moving forward. I think so. I mean, I, um, I, I, mean, I, like, the Rap- I like that Raptors team, but I just think they're running out of steam, man. I mean, that Philly series, that Philly series is tough, man. I mean, it's that was a kind of a beat-em-up, just old-school Eastern Conference. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it was just had the old-school feel to it. So when you go from that, and you've had the Bucks who have been resting, and then you've got to come in and deal with the fresh Giannis, Bledsoe, all those guys coming at you, it, it's tough. And Kawhi's beat up. I mean, he's oh yeah, he, he turned he was, his he was dragging himself up the court. You yeah. Know? Now, granted, he exploded for that one dunk that was freaking oh my incredible. Gosh. But, but it's like, <laughs> but you can tell like he's laboring, man. That's a, it's a lot of minutes and a lot of time. It is, and he's he's. Asked to carry the load so much on offense after playing nine games last year. Then, yeah. then you look at what he's doing on defense, and this is through three games per NBA stats. Uh, through the first three games, when he was guarding Giannis, I would say Giannis right now is probably the most difficult guy to guard in the entire yeah. league. Mm-hmm. Right. So first through the first three games, when Kawhi's on him, forty-one possessions. Giannis has four points. Ooh. Kawhi is cl- putting the clamps yeah, on him. him. He is two for twelve, zero for three from three pointer, one assist, two turnovers. He has as many field goals as turnovers. As turnovers, oh my god! On forty-one possessions, two buckets. Woo. I mean, so you're asking him to guard their best player uh, and yeah. score all. <laughs> 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 He's like, what? Is anybody else gonna? <laughs> yeah, and and that's gonna play. That's gonna play a factor this offseason yes, when you look at Lowry, who plays fine, but like he's not the second best player in, on a on a finals team. Yeah. No, he's just not. No. Siakam, when it gets to the end of the game, 
Siakam just shuts down, man. He can't make a basket. Yeah, and he, he can't, can't make, make free, free throws. throws. Yeah, it's like we, you knew he was gonna. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny Green, like the best, the best three point shooter of the season. You know, he started what zero and eight. Yeah, he made one basket. And I was, was gonna say the other night. That, yeah, I was gonna say that overtime game. He was one for six from three, one for nine for the game. Yeah, three points. yeah, he started zero and eight. That yeah, one, he made eight. he made yeah. one three pointer, three pointer in overtime. Fred VanVleet has been oof. Yeah. yeah. So that's all that stuff's going to factor in. Yeah. I mean, when I'm making like, a decision, Gasol is like their like their go-to <laughs> right. guy. And I honestly think if they continue to have Gasol play like super aggressive, mm-hmm. then it's going to go well, but man, I yeah. mean, they have to they have to do everything. Yeah. I mean, he's Kawhi is the guy. I mean, it's Now, my question is though, we talked about him in load management during the season. Um, now it doesn't look like it's affecting him at all up to this series, um, and he played only nine games last year. Do we do we think that the load management game has worked, or is it hindering him starting to get further into that because he doesn't have so many games played? Is it starting to hinder him because he doesn't have that? I guess I mean he's had it, he's shown it. Game shape, game shape. Like yeah, he's getting now. You're getting into a lot of basketball. I think it's worked. I, I personally do. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's looked like a bat out of hell. Oh, he's you know? been he's been the best. I mean, he's been the best player. I just think, far. like body language wise, I haven't seen him look down, hands on his knees, huffing for air, or anything like that. I think that's really what we'd see if he wasn't in yeah. game shape. Um, yeah. Agreed. I guess it's so hard to like try and compare it to something where we don't know what it would look like right. if he wasn't in in that shape. Um, I just think that it's it's a war. He's just going to war right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh he still has that Spurs mentality. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I yeah. I I just feel like he's not going to like let his team lose. Like whatever that looks like, he mm-hmm. he's just not going to let his team lose, you know? What you mean? saw a little bit of that in that double overtime, man. He He's he, going to impose his like do whatever he can. Mm-hmm. I still I still get confused why they let him uh inbounds the ball though. Yeah, he's like clearly not a yeah, he's like not great passer. <laughs> like yeah. it's clearly not his thing, and no. I don't know why he still does it. That's I think that's the only. Russ, Russ, stat, quiet. Why? Why am I Wait, doing this? Uh-huh. Why am I out here? One, two, three, four, go. Right. <laughs> um, we talked about it a little bit over texting, but um, George Hill finished out that game for him, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it seemed it seemed nice to have that kind of veteran playoff yeah. presence. Yeah. George Hill's the only one on their team, I think, that's been to the finals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would have to like look at their bench, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure off the top of my head, yeah, Sterling Brown, Tony Snell, they definitely yeah. haven't. Connaughton hasn't. Yeah, so I mean, he's got the best playoff experience. It was very funny. Um, the internet made made good fun of it, of course, when George Hill needed to hit those two free throws <laughs> to send the game. <laughs> I put said something about like let's all honor the great Cavalier remaining in the playoffs. <laughs> it's like, of course, now George Hill hits his two right. hits his two free throws, or uh, or the meme where LeBron is pointing at J.R. Smith, <laughs> and it's like LeBron when he sees George Hill hit his two free throws. <laughs> I was like, man, that almost cost me a hand. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, Bledsoe Bledsoe hasn't been great. No. Uh, I still, I still thought Bledsoe should have been in on defense with four seconds left, right before overtime, yeah. just because he's a better defender for sure on ball than George Hill. But, um, I mean, they've they've stuck with George Hill. 
They have, and it, yeah, the other was we were talking about him and and Brogdon. Yeah, uh, and then they went double overtime and sat Brogdon. We were, I was like, I was like, what? Was Brogdon like, plays that. <laughs> he plays Virginia basketball. Yeah. Shout out to At Large Bid, but man, he is playing Virginia basketball. Yeah. Where he's just gonna drive to the drive lane. To, yeah. He's not super fast doing it. He's you gonna. Know who loves it right he's now? gonna draw an and one. Ty Jerome is like, guys, that's that's me. Guys, you can draft this. <laughs> you, can draft this. <laughs> you can draft it's what this. I am. That's it. That's it. Is is Ty Jerome a sneak peek of uh of some stuff we got going on? Is Ty Jerome like a late first guy, mid first, late first? I would say late first, early second. Late first, early second. Okay, gotcha. Um, I think he's so Ja Garland, Kobe, whoever you rate them, he's the fourth guy. Oh, okay. At point guard. Okay, good. But yeah. it's a big drop. Yeah, because Kobe White at worst probably goes seventh. Yeah, and you yeah. probably won't see. It seems like it, it seems like Memphis, the Suns, and the Bulls are going to tie up all three point guards. Yeah, in, you perhaps know. the Lakers. I know there's a lot of talk about them getting Garland. Yeah, I just think they've invested a ton in uh, in Lonzo, but we'll we'll talk about. It. We got yeah. a lot of we got a lot of we great a lot of draft draft stuff. <laughs> um, give us kind of a sneak peek of what what the plans are for the draft stuff. So. If you've been listening to the show now for the for the this is going to be oh my god this is gonna be our fourth off season oh my god old man crazy I know so every that's, year I'm, I'm ready for my extension please <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm eligible am for, I working we working for a max here I what? think I'm eligible for the super max now <laughs> <laughs> so every year we do the we do our mock draft episode uh, this year we're switching it up since we have three shows now um, the goal is instead of having each guy individually pick for teams. We're going to do teams. So, Woo! Team Shot Callers, Team 48 Minutes, and Team At Large Bid. I will be just for Team 48 Minutes to make it 2-2-2. Two, two, and two. Perfect. Um, so, we're going to kind of do it how we would do it, but we're also going to be smart about it. You're not going to see, like, I don't know, Ryan and Taylor might take Kobe White second. but That's fine. Yeah. yeah that's all right. <laughs> so, and we're going to kind of, like, beforehand, we're going to let you guys know who's picking when. So, basically... The example is... It's going to be like a fantasy draft kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Right. We'll, say... we'll have our teams. Heck yeah, Hell yeah. Love no it. doubt. So basically, let's say like how it's going to work is say Kyle and Ben win. They're the first pick. They're New Orleans. They'll also be the Lakers. They'll also be the Bulls. They'll also well, be yeah. the right. Hawks. Right. So cool. two teams would be the Hawks at some point in the first round. Two teams will be the Cavs at some point. Yeah. But All right. Dope. I'm yeah. excited. And then That's we have some articles we're planning on doing right now, so we can kind of get you guys ready. I'm... Working on your potential second round steals because as we're seeing this draft, the guys like Draymond and Pat Connaughton, second mm-hmm. rounders matter. Absolutely, oh, they absolutely do. Yeah, and in a league that only gives you so many drafts, it's not like the it's not like NFL where you get seven rounds, right? right. All these free like you get two sometimes, most times two picks, maybe one, but that second round, man, it's it's with, just, the, with the three hundredth pick, right? right. In you know this what year's mean? NFL draft, like major, major league baseball. You're in round 61. Yeah. You're like, really? Spoiler, Carson Edwards will be on the most intriguing second round. I'm sure everyone's shocked. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Word? I, uh, I have an article. I'm still trying to uh, navigate through, I guess, but it's kind of the uh, the long-term effects of the 2019 lottery draft. And then we have another article coming out about the uh, draft. Yeah, so this is going to be a series, mine article, Kyle's article, and then... Donnie Menke, 48 Minutes contributor, who just graduated college, by the way. Congrats. Yeah. Shout out. Congrats. Shout, Shout out. out. That's All dope. love. So uh, he's going to be doing, kind of letting you guys know, those late first round steals, those post-lottery first rounders you can look for. Yeah, the dude's a wizard, so <laughs> yes. check it out. <laughs> I think the number one person he probably has circle right now is Romeo Langford. Yeah. Who's more than likely, like, he's looking a lot at, like, the Pistons. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't be excited either. Uh, uh, <laughs> is it too late to tank for Zion? <laughs> is it too late? No. Uh, I want Keldon Johnson, but I think. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll get into all of it, but tons of tons of really cool draft stuff. I love. I absolutely love the draft, dude. It's the start of the off season. It it's is. great, man. It's it's wonderful. It's yeah. wonderful. It was like mine and Ben's alley for a long time. It was, man. We freaking rolled it. Yeah, we rolled it. Um, so let's get let's get off the playoffs for a second, and uh, let's talk some Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk Magic Johnson. <laughs> um, it was it's really funny. Tim and I were talking. Uh, I think before you came over tonight, mm-hmm. we were talking about um, the maturity of Michigan State alumni <laughs> this week, where. Everyone looks at Draymond Green. They're like, "This guy is really mature." And then everyone looks at Magic Johnson. They're like, "This guy's a baby." <laughs> underrated. Did you see Miles Bridges' tweet today? I didn't. So the all rookie teams were announced today, uh-huh. and people were like, "Why is Miles Bridges on there?" And he was like, "Cause I sucked. I didn't oh, deserve to be on that's there." That's good. Yeah, that's wow. good. Okay, that's yeah. it. You can't get you can't get better if uh, if you don't acknowledge it. So that's good. We like to see that. We do. Uh, I love Miles still. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Magic Johnson didn't just have the baby filter on when he was on first take. He was a literal human baby. Uh, <laughs> complaining. It, it was just a really bad look, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure everyone knows kind of the story. Um, he goes. Magic Johnson goes on first take. He airs out all the dirty laundry. Rob Polinka is the one that stabbed him in the back, he said. He wanted to fire Luke Walton. He wants to fire Luke Walton. The whole thing is just ugly. And what's really ugly is he has so much time to talk about this. I mean, yeah. how many how many people report on the Lakers legitimately? How, if we were oh to guess, oh, uh, they probably have hundreds, hundreds. They hundreds. probably have hundreds of reporters, right? Hundreds. hundreds. Let's put it this way: besides our home area, our most listened to area is California. Yeah. yeah. No. So they they have hundreds of people. Okay. And then you just think about people that just cover the NBA. Your your Jackie McMullins, your Brian Windhorst, your Zach Lowe's, mm-hmm. all, all these people that just cover the NBA. Okay. All of those people as well. I'm sure everyone reached out to Magic Johnson. What happened? Magic Johnson didn't say a single thing to anyone. Right. But then the day that they go to announce Frank Vogel as their coach, Magic Johnson then thinks that he needs the attention to go on first take and air it out. And it's just a horrible look. It's a horrible look. And I'm a Michigan State guy. That's my team. Um, so Magic Johnson's kind of like God. As, yeah, as good as it gets. Right. That's yeah. like. Right. That's like. That it. is Michigan That's, State. Basketball. That is it for us, right? Um, there's Magic. There's Mateen Cleaves. There's oh my gosh, Mateen Cleaves. <laughs> we won a championship with Mateen Cleaves. You guys leave us alone. It was awesome. <laughs> I know. Rolled his ankle and still won the title. Um, <laughs> but it was just such an ugly look, man. It was it was really immature. Really, just I don't know. I, I, it was not flattering. Um, I didn't care for it. It. It seemed very attention-seeking. He could have leaked it to anyone. He could have leaked it to literally anyone. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk to Jeannie Buss about it, he said. I mean, it came out that he didn't talk to her about it. And it's just like, why is this the first time you're talking about it? It's to Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith on ESPN at 10 in the morning. Yeah, it it seemed, yeah. It it definitely had a, a shine of shade. If you wanted to get out, just tell whoever. Right. Tell Harrison yeah. Fagan and just yeah. say, hey, man, you know what happened? Here's what happened. Harrison Fagan will put his own spin on it. Um, put it up, put a great article out, Wh- whoever, there's a million people that, yeah. that would put out something for it. Like right. it was like, all the pieces that have come out since his surprise presser have been so telling. Like if you watch the shop, LeBron and Lonzo, like 
LeBron like, shut the fuck up. No. Right. No, he did not. And then he finds out he did, and then like telling Lonzo, and Lonzo's like, what? Oh. You know, obviously the younger kid is like, oh, that's crazy. But like still. Oh, Kuz, what are we doing tonight? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Anyway, what's going on? What are we getting into? Yeah. Uh, the whole thing is just ugly. Yeah, and, and that thing is really a mess. And you know who looks good in all this? I'm going to throw this out there, okay? Here right. we go. LeVar Ball. Yes, he does. LeVar Ball actually looks good. Because LeVar Ball was like, I don't know what's going on with the Lakers organization. I don't know what they're doing over there. Luke Walton can't coach my son. That dude's an idiot. I don't know who's running this front office. They're all idiots. They're all making bad decisions. And that was like a year ago or whatever. Yeah. And we were all like, eh, shut up. Shut, like, shut up. Yeah, right. You guys are getting LeBron. And now, we're, and now we're looking at LeVar Ball like, oh, word? This guy word? knows what he's talking about. <laughs> this guy kinda, he's like, dude. by the way, I'm relaunching Big Baller Brand. Yeah. This guy kind of yeah, has never told a lie. Yeah, if we're I being mean, honest. Never lost. <laughs> he's never lied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, he looks. It's great. Out, I mean, he comes out looking good. And yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. This guy's a basketball genius. Yeah, <laughs> he's a savant. I just I just wanted to find a way for us to talk about Lavar Ball this episode. But it was like the other rule of the, of the network. <laughs> sorry, Two we, rules are no goat debate, no Lavar Ball. We found a way. Right. Found a way. No, but uh, but but seriously, I mean, Lavar Ball was saying all along. I don't know what's going on. It's a mess over yeah. there. And we thought that he was just stirring up drama. Yeah. And he really when wasn't. He really wasn't. Yeah. And like, he said it, and then he went away. He said, I don't know what's going on with this team. It uh, It's very poorly ran. Yeah. Their coach is bad. He can't coach my son well. And then he went away, and he wasn't heard from for a long Not time. until yeah. the, the trade rumors. Yeah. And all of that is true. All that's true. Oh, that was the worst part when Magic was like, I basically told those guys that if you're in the NBA long enough, you're going to hear your name get traded. I get the point, but like that's not a good look. That's not a yeah. I mean, there, there were a if, lot of yeah. Different, if yeah. I'm a free agent, I'm like I'm like and that was, I, I yeah. don't want to go. That's that's the culture there. And, yeah, for the Lakers, and that's my that was my point. Was like all with all that being said, you're still you're talking about not wanting to damage the Lakers while oh, damaging the Lakers. Yeah, the brand, the Byron organization, Scott, your beloved teammate, right? Even was like. Yeah, that's, I don't like it. Yeah, it was horrible. And and so all this, I mean, we did this last year, right, with with the Colangelo stuff. Yeah, where it was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a really bad time for all this stuff to come out about Philly because this is when we need their front office to be strong going right. into the off season. Right. Um, we think this could kind of affect what happens, mm-hmm. and they ended up not getting anyone really, yeah. and it really did seem messy. And now we're going into this off season very shortly, and it seems really messy. Yeah. And if yeah. you're if you're a big free agent. It seems like the biggest two destinations are LA and New York, right? right? With four teams total there. But it seems like the Lakers and the Knicks are the two biggest teams in those two markets. Mm -hmm. And I know that people talk about the Knicks being a train wreck, but they drafted Mitchell Robinson 37th overall. And he was first team all NBA. Right. They drafted Alonzo Trier or no, he was undrafted. He was undrafted. They got him on a two way. Yeah. And he was, he was on the first I, team. I carried him on my fantasy team. Yeah. He was on the – or third team? Oh, he was – I think they only did two rookie teams. Two? I, th- I thought he was on it. Was he on it? Regardless, but like, you got Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, and him. Like, they're drafting well over there. They're yeah. making decisions to clear out cap space. Yeah, like, say what you will about the Christoph Porzingis trade. It's a good idea. It's a great idea. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And the Knicks knew about all this trauma – we won't talk about the drama, but the Knicks knew about this drama that's going on with Porzingis and the accusations. Right. And they moved on from him. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, 
as much as we talk about this team being a train wreck and and their front office not knowing what's going on, they've made great decisions. They've made great decisions. Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. So absolutely. Um, I just think that that all plays a part when when you're on on a level like Kevin Durant or something like that or yeah. Kyrie Irving, Kawhi and Leonard, and you're talking about all right, who am I going to trust? Right. Because my... at that point, the friendship doesn't matter. Like you can be friends with LeBron all you want. Yeah. Um, I'm, I got to secure my future sure. and be on a team that's going to be in a place where we're going to win ball games. I don't have to worry about that's a real thing. The front office oh, being dude. crazy and all that stuff. Like I, like I love, like I love you, LeBron, and I would love to play with you. But at that, all I mean, that got, mess hey, has got to be. We're, we're all we're all adults in this room, right? We all have careers. Correct. I mean, imagine if you had a couple options somewhere you want to work. One of them's an absolute zoo, right? <laughs> and you're like, I have no clue what's going to go yeah. on with that. I'm like, I don't think I want to work. Yeah, there. I don't care if I have a buddy that works there. Yeah. I'll make buddies with the other people. Like, this is such bad timing too, because it goes back to last week. Wendy has a report like Kyrie Irving has asked people about being with the Lakers, and now you're like, I bet you he deleted those text messages. No, I bet Kyrie would love it. <laughs> Kyrie <laughs> right. would love it. He'd be like, Wait, how much press do they have over there? I don't want to have attention, Ooh. but how much press? Is yeah. That, I can say whatever I want. I can do Uncle Drew too? Wait. <laughs> Wait. You're telling me that there would be how many people asking me questions every day? I can answer how many? He would probably. LeBron again? Yeah. Have him take all the heat? He would probably love it, man. I do want it to happen. I just don't think it will. Yeah. I think it's yeah. I don't Brooklyn, or New- or Brooklyn or the Knicks. Yeah. When do, when are we going to do like a thing where we decide, where we guess where everyone's going to go? Probably the the week of free agency is my goal. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like it's going to change. So every much week. stuff has it to is. shake out in the sense of like, well, what if Kyrie does go to Brooklyn? What do you do with DeAndre Russell and all this stuff? So like, we have a mm, lot. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And you it's... see, Magic was like, "Well, I had to get rid of D'Angelo because we had that issue in the locker room." Like, why did you get rid of Nick Young? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, of the two, <laughs> talent. Well, like, like so, your answer was to get rid of your, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep swaggy. And then what does he say? He goes, he said something in a sense of, he regrets letting Brooke Lopez walk, but Julius Randle was an easy decision. Like, some paraphrasing, yeah. but, bruh. Yeah, they, he, yeah. It was, uh, overall, just not a good look for him. As no. Far as and you basketball look at the people they got, and, and, and the people they let go, and yeah. Ingram, and As we watched Brooke everyone. Lopez play in the Eastern Conference Finals. Hitting threes. As we watch Julius Randle become a 19 and 12 guy. As we watch Siakam as a wing instead of uh, where they they drafted Ingram. Ingram. Over Siakam, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah. So, talking about that. Yeah. I want to play a little game with you guys on this episode since it's been a while since the three of us have been together. Okay. I'm down for games. All right. So, Pascal Siakam was the 27th pick in the 2016 draft. Okay. Sure. This draft was not the most talented draft. Okay. So I want to go through, starting at number one, and if we could do this all over again, Ben, this is this is our old dropping balls dropping days here. Dropping balls, baby. Let's do it. I'm going to have you guys tell me where you would take him. Okay. You ready? Okay. Right. And this is this is take him. What we know now. What we know now, and we want to, and we're going to just sign him to our team. Yeah. Okay. This isn't about need. This isn't about anything. This is, I mean, you can play need if you want sure. to make your case. Potential right. and everything. All right, right, cool. So number one in that draft was Ben Simmons of the Sixers. Would you take Siakam over Ben Simmons? I would not. I, I would think. not either. I just yeah. think potential Ben Simmons can be Hall of Fame potential, and I don't think Siakam Yeah, agreed. Can. Ben Simmons could be Magic Johnson. 
there's still that possibility. Yeah, I mean, if first take invites them. <laughs> Bunch of athletes. <laughs> All right. Number two in that draft was the Lakers taking Brandon Ingram. Siakam or Ingram? Ooh. I lean still towards Ingram, but it's closer than I would think it would be. Yeah. Uh, I would lean Ingram. Yeah, I would lean Ingram just because of, like, this. Man. Ooh. That's really tough because I've seen Siakam do it. I haven't really seen Ingram do it. Yeah. Right. Um, but Ingram had like an otherworldly stage there for a while this year. Yeah. Before he got the blood And clock. Ingram can run the point pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Um, he looks really good like playmaking. So I'll say playmaking and potential. Um, I'll go Ingram. So number three in that draft, the Boston Celtics via the Brooklyn Nets took Jalen Brown. Siakam or Brown? Ooh. Jalen Brown looked really good. This, I he mean, did. He, he, there was he times did. where he looked really he good. He looked like the best young Celtic for a bit. Yeah. Uh, That's tough, man. That is very tough. That's a push. Uh, yeah, it is a push. Yeah. For that sake, since no one said yes, we're going to go ahead and say, say Brown just so we can okay. keep Yeah, moving. go ahead. This is where it gets easy. The Phoenix Suns took Dragon Bender. Oh yeah, oh, that's all day. Question: Dragon Bender, <laughs> yeah. give me him. Yeah. I'm, how am I supposed to win summer league games? Right. <laughs> <laughs> how am I supposed? To, I gotta, uh, I gotta keep my summer league wins summer up league. for the next thirty years. Dragon Bender is the new Yi Jinlin. Have you ever heard that story? <laughs> no. So Yi Jinlin, when he was doing his training for the NBA draft, they had him like dribble around a chair and show his ball handling skills against a chair. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's like workout mellow. Right. Hoodie <laughs> mellow. That's like workout, workout mellow videos. <laughs> so should we keep – I mean, I know we have them there. Should we go through the rest? Sure. Minnesota to Chris Dunn. I think that's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Pascal. The Pelicans, albeit he's not on the team anymore, took Buddy Heald. Man, Buddy Heald, uh, that, that's looking like a that's that's looking like, like a great pick. Yeah. Um, I saw Richard Ivanowski. Shout out. This is our daily. This is our, our episode. Our episode. Uh, shout, shout out, out to Rich. He gave us a great iTunes review, so he deserves it. Yeah. Love him. That's a shout that's, out to, to anyone dog, that man. gives us a review on iTunes. We'll shout you out. We love yeah, you guys. Don't Make even sure care. you hit us up with that five star. Um, but Buddy Heal's going to be up for his contract extension, and it's like, what do you give the guy? Do you give him like four years, eighty million? Four years, hundred million? Right. Even four year max, it's like 119 million. Because you also have to remember he's going to be 27. He's going to say. But then I think again, Lillard's going to be 29. Yeah. I think you'd give Buddy Heald four years, 100 million. I'd give him 100. I'm fair. I, I, I think I legitimately would. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best four or five three point shooters in the game right now. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And the game is only going to be, you know, the next four years, it's only going to be more dependent on three point shot. On threes. And yep. with Bagley. In there, Fox. you're going to want spacing. Yeah. yeah. Buddy Heald or, I mean, uh, Buddy, Pascal Siakam or Jamal Murray? Um, wow. That's probably the best one yet, I think. Mm. Remember, the Nuggets got this pick as the end of the Mellow trade. This was, a new, this was supposed to be the Knicks pick. Wow. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Um, I kind of, I'll Murray, be honest. Murray put up 50 points in a game. He did, <laughs> but like this isn't meant to be a hot takey. Siakam plays both sides of the ball. And yeah, that kind of makes me lean him over Jamal Murray. That's true. Yeah. Murray's just such a heat check guy, though. Oh, he is. Man, he if is. he gets going, he is. He's yeah. crazy. And that, that pick and roll with uh, with Jokic, Jokic is gross, phenomenal. Yeah. But 
it's re- really interesting. Um, I mean, this just goes to show with the draft stuff coming up that, I mean, there's guys taking it 27, and that was the 2016 draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't take long for you to find a gem right. in there. Because um, the rest of this, like, top 10 is Marquise, Chris, Yaka, Pertle, and Thon Maker. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Which is, again, kind of makes my case not to go back to the draft because I know we're going to be talking about a lot of, like, I think Bull Bull, if he's healthy and, like, he shows what he showed in college, can I be one of the five best players in this draft? Yeah. Okay. I think I'd have to, uh, I think I'd have to see a little more of of him before I. I think for me, as I watched the Jordan Brand Classic, I watched McDonald's, I watched his high school tape. Yeah. You know, like, obviously. I unfortunately watched it decent amount of Oregon games after he got hurt. It was like the worst. It was literally the most boring team I remember watching. Uh, But they look good on the the court. I was going to say dope jerseys. I really hate their court, actually. I do hate their court. Their court's awful. Their court's really bad. Um, Their women's team is really good. It is, yeah. But I remember watching like... Lewis King was like their best player. I watched like the Oregon... the Oregon Washington game. Oh God! And I was the like, Pac-12 championship. I was like, Oh, no one scored in the last fourteen minutes. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> the game was like highlight was like Lewis King versus Matisse Tybel, and you're like, Oh, uh, second rounders say what? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of talk about Matisse going in that twenty range. Yeah, I mean he's moved up a ton. Yeah, I like him a lot. Talk about three and D, man. Mm-hmm. Jeez, jeez, <laughs> best defensive player in college in the last. Oh, dude. Since Anthony Davis? Like, yeah, probably. Seriously. So right now... He looks great. Tankathon has him... Going to the Warriors. Going to the Warriors. <laughs> oh, you already, yeah, you you already, already knew. knew 6'5", small forward. Oh, you already know. I think he's more of a two guard. I think he is too. Which is kind of like what makes this draft so interesting. Yeah. Barrett, you can make the case two or three. Reddish, you can make the case two or three. I would like to see Reddish at the two. I would like to see him too. If like the Hawks took him at eight, I'd put him at the two with Trey Young. Kevin Herter, man. Oh yeah. If Kevin all Her- rookie Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter was all rookie. He was. Yeah. He was all rookie. That that is enough to say that Kevin Herter deserves to be part of this uh this core moving forward. I do yeah. feel it's inevitable the Hawks will end up at some point in this draft with Jackson Hayes. I think it's just gonna happen. I do too. That that seems to be the constant for them, uh, with every mock that I'm seeing is that Jackson Hayes is is going. Um coached by Darren Horn in college. Darren Horn, shout out. Shout out. Front of the program. Are you interviewing Darren Horn? He already did. Uh, we did it recently. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. I'm sorry. It was good. Um, let's talk about the all-rookie team. Let's just go through it real quick. I'm down. Um, all right. All-rookie first team. Luka Doncic got the most votes, um, tied with Trey Young. They were both 100% first team. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton made first team. Jaron Jackson Jr. makes first team. And Marvin Bagley. Um, that's the top five, right? That was, yeah, that was yeah, the top, top five in the draft. Draft, yeah. I mean, that's really what you expect. It in in your top five, you want them to be absolutely all first team uh, rookie. Here's here's where it gets super interesting, right? If the expectation is your top five and you should be top five player in your rookie class, this is where we really see who drafted well. Is when we get to the second team. Um, Shea makes second team. He was drafted ninth or tenth. 10th? Cause yeah. They had, 10, 10, they had 10 and 11. Yeah, because the Hornets had the pick. Or so he was taking yeah, the he was ta- got yeah, yeah. Um, Colin Sexton was on the team. Um, if you're interested in Colin Sexton, I wrote a piece on him where you can learn a ton about him. He makes a second. Landry Shamit 
Shamit was like 25th. Yeah. Right? So this is where we get into good drafting. Uh, Mitchell Robinson. Second rounder. Second rounder. 37th. Didn't play college last year. 37th overall. That's crazy. Didn't even play college last year. And Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter was a mid-first round guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like 16 or something like that. Um, I liked Kevin Herter a lot. I loved him. He, loved him. Yeah. I, I said you la- actually your debut episode was the first was our mock draft and you talked about Herder. I said I said that I liked Kevin Herder on our first episode that yeah. I recorded. Yeah. So I'll pat myself on the back there. Absolutely. Yeah. I I just felt like I was so confused why people didn't like him. He was like six seven and he was shooting incredible from three and I was like, yeah, I'll take this guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. the guy with great size and shooting. Right. Sure. <laughs> is that kind of the thing the NBA is doing right now? Yeah. So you look at the Hawks. Um, they have a first-team guy in Trey Young. They have a second-team guy in Kevin Herter. And they have John Collins. And they got John Collins. Whew. And got two a, top-ten picks. Wow. They've got a, they've got Give a me that all going. day. I'm in. Man. It's time to buy Atlanta Hawks stock if you haven't already. If you haven't, yeah. Well, Quavo. That's also you got to throw that in the deal. I, I already told you he that Migos is on my favorite Mountain Dew commercial of all time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Step it up. Always take a risk. <laughs> we don't own the rights to that music. No, nope. no, nope, Spotify. If you're listening, you're not. Qua- Love it, Quavo. If you're listening, though, hey, yeah, Quavo. shout out, drop the bag. Um, yeah. all right, and then real quick, we'll go through um the other stuff that got announced. It uh, MVP finalists got announced. Um, Giannis is. The clear favorite here. Mm-hmm. I was shocked by how much he's. I was too. A betting's favorite. From he would have been my pick, but I was shocked. Yeah, he's uh, minus a thousand. Um, Harden is plus three fifty. George is like what plus eight. George is plus five grand, five thousand. Oh, so wow. So yeah, he's not winning it. No. If you bet a hundred dollars, you'll win five thousand. Do you think Giannis will get both? Um, I don't. We'll get into that in a sec. Yeah. Well, okay, so Defensive Player of the Year. We'll do it now. Um, defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert is minus 500. Um, Giannis is second, where he's plus 350, and uh, Paul George is plus 900. I, I, Who do you think is winning that one? Do you think Giannis is? Paul George. Paul George. Paul George. Okay, Paul George is the third in betting odds, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Paul George could, could definitely win that. Uh, rookie of the Year, um, Luka is... Just a landslide to win this. He's minus three thousand. Trey Young is plus five hundred, so it's not even close. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's like yeah, no, that's not close at all. No, no. It's, it's really not close. Wow. And then if you don't uh, understand Vegas, that's uh, not close. Yeah, that's not close at all. And DeAndre Ayton's plus ten thousand. Oh man, why put him on the ballot? Oh, well, someone has to be third. <laughs> someone has to be third. Someone has to be third. <laughs> someone has to be third. That's that's your guy all day. A, yeah, a, a, a good center that, that plays bad defense? Oh, yeah. That's you all day, baby. Yes, that's, you all, that's you all day. He'd have, he'd have been my first pick. <laughs> <laughs> he was the first pick. Yeah. He'd have been my pick for, you know, rookie of the year. But, you know, um, I want to be, be all crazy because he plays in Phoenix and don't, doesn't play any defense. I mean, come on. He scores, point. he scores points. That's it. Freaking West Coast bias. Um, and then we look at most improved player finalist. We got Siakam. Who is minus sixteen hundred? I'm shocked that he has such a big gap over D'Angelo Russell, who's plus four hundred. Wow, that's huge. That's a huge gap. Yeah. So people like, and this is from BetOnline.ag, which wow. I've looked which, at many of times. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, thought that had been a little close. I mean, D'Angelo I Russell did had a 
monster. I do too. Yeah. None of these, none of these are close yet. And um, even Fox. When do they vote? And Fox is third at yeah. plus five thousand. I mean, when do they vote on these? I don't know, but I know the award ceremony is shortly after the finals. Yeah. Okay, so can you we know, get Drake to host it again because he was so funny the first one. Yeah, yeah, we can get Drake too. Um, I'll call him tonight. Yeah, see what we can do. I love I love Drake being courtside for the games. I did too. Yeah. I love Dude, it. It's, it's the new Spike Lee. It is. Yeah, it's just so fun that like they'll before they even show like any of the players, they'll show Drake. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's a dunk, and before you even see like see the reaction, b- before you see like the before you see Kawhi's reaction to Kawhi's dunk, you see Drake's reaction. Oh, yeah. and then they'll cut <laughs> to Kawhi, right? <laughs> like, Drake's literally on the TV right now. Like, literally, <laughs> literally, just him talking to the ref <laughs> while Giannis is shooting a free throw. That's so yeah. funny. He was talking shit to Giannis the other night. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I did like Giannis's quote where uh, where they asked Giannis if he was. Um, disappointed did you see that i did where they asked Giannis, like hey are you are you disappointed uh in that and and this was the quote he said back he said what i've done in my life so far put my brothers in private school taking care of my family in nigeria and greece disappointed in a game i'd be disappointed in myself if i was disappointed yeah Whew. that's deep that's, that is that's, that's mvp talk that, right there. give him an but emmy for yeah, it first that, of all yeah. but that's i mean that's just having Really cool life perspective. Oh yeah, For sure. you know what I mean. Oh like, yeah, like there's he so gets many, it. Yeah, Tip- there's so many other things going on. It, I mean, it looks like he's going to win MVP. Yeah, it, he's right now he's second uh, favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year, and he's just totally, he, totally level. And he's got, becoming the face of the league. We got a big report that just hit as we're about to finish the show. Okay. Mark Stein reports that the Los Angeles Clippers. Emerges equally dangerous threat to the Knicks to sign Kevin Durant away from Golden State. Mm. If they sign Kevin Durant and get Kawhi Leonard, baby, and you have Shea Gilgeous Alexander and Pat Beverly yeah, and Kawhi and Kawhi, that's Clamp City. Yeah, that is Clamp City. Oh, you're, yeah, that's locked down all day. The, the Los Angeles Clampers yeah. is what they're going to be called. Clamp I mean, City, the Clamp City. Yeah, the, the LA Clampers. I would like to see Durant anywhere. I Durant has become like Dude, my. I, how I, fun would I walked it be? in today with a White Sox hat, and you're like, "Oh, I, I thought you were a Detroit fan." And I was like, "Yeah, Durant wears Durant a White Sox." Wears the White Sox. I have the same hat. You got yours because of Kevin Durant. I got mine because of Easy E. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> Easy E wears it too. Very famously, I think that probably influenced Durant. Yeah. Um, and this is just kind of where we get to generations influencing generations. So this is uh, the old guy portion of this so back <laughs> in my day the white Sox hat was always you know easy e ice cube all those guys boys in the I, hood boys in the hood like everybody used to rock that's my favorite that was like my I favorite love, yeah when i saw that white hat, i was like that white Sox. Hat. that brings back memories yeah because nobody was a white Sox fan they just wanted that black no. and white hat yeah. which was dope yeah and jordan when the 90s made it cool and he signed with them for the minor league yep. deal again yep. and Absolutely. albert bell was playing for him mm-hmm it was like wearing a bull starter jacket. So anybody in yeah. the 90s, anybody in the 90s always had a bull starter jacket. Yeah, no, but I mean there's there's stuff like that. And, and Tim was joking at me the other day cuz I got the uh the Jordan 1 rookie of the years because D'Angelo Russell was wearing them. Not I, me. I owned them before him, but he didn't get them because of me. Right. I didn't get them because of Tim. I did not. I, I did not. I got them uh yeah, because I I saw a team picture where he was on a plane. I was like, "Damn, D'Angelo right. Russell." Yeah. Um, you red laced him too, didn't you? Just like him. I, I red laced him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't red lace mine yet. Yeah, 
Yeah. But they are probably my most worn Jordan. Yeah. That's dope. So, just uh, just the effects that uh, culture, yeah. that basketball has on culture, man, and, and sports in general. So. It is. It's it cool. Is. It's, it's cool to see. It's cool to see that that we talk about the White Sox and and how Michael Jordan and all that stuff was influencing Eazy E, yeah. which then influenced Kevin Durant, which then influences. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's just really cool to that see. That could be like a full podcast. In oh, itself. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Just how how hip hop and basketball and streetwear all influence and each other. And it's life too. Like we, I was watching. I was looking at Twitter today where. Um, it might have been Jordan Bell was wearing like a woman. Women can ball too. I saw that shirt. You know, all the WNBA players were retweeting, and like, I was like, "Dude, like, like NBA just changes the game." As well, far speaking as, like, of, it's so cool. About to break something here. Forty-eight minutes right now. Oh boy, Alex, our dear good friend Alex Derrickson, hashtag PlayStation Forecast, gave me WNBA league pass. Nice. So we're gonna Get be doing the, we're gonna be doing some w, WNBA stuff this season. This oh, I'm in. So for for oh, everyone oh, out yeah. there, guys, it is seventeen dollars a or uh, a year. A year is seventeen dollars a year. Sixteen ninety nine. You can get WNBA. Um, Kyle and I are Dallas Wing fans. Yeah, they used to be oh, the Detroit go, Shock, let's baby. Go Washington Mystics, baby. So Ari Kane and Skyler Diggins. You know, man. Oh, honestly, yeah, if that. like it is, it just furthers. Uh, women, it furthers uh, the conversation. If you go out, if you have the money, spend the $17. If you watch games, great. Enjoy them. If you don't watch the games, just know that that money's going to something great. I mean, yeah. honestly, that's uh, – Ben, you have a daughter. I have a daughter. Absolutely. It's just nice to know that um, that, that conversation is getting furthered and that they don't have to play uh, overseas every summer because they're not getting paid. Yeah. Um, that they can, you know, really, really pursue their dreams to their fullest degree. Um, Here in America. Yeah. So, you know, those those girls, I mean, they deserve that, man. It's, the game is so cool. It's evolved. I mean, let's, let's start giving them their deserved justice and what they're supposed to be making because their talent is undeniable. Yep. And uh, we just had Grant Afseth on the show. He's uh, covering a bunch of WNBA stuff. So make sure you give him follow. Um, That's kind of a great starting point. And for sure. Yeah, I, I know you're like Mercury, right? Yeah, yeah you're, you're like doing a great job. You're like, that. all right, where do I? You know, I want to get into the WNBA. Where do I start? Grant is a great is a great jumping off point. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that, I think I think we've got we've we've gone we the full we've gone the full spectrum, we guys. We went an hour covering everything. We did it. We talked we talked greatest of all time. We, <laughs> we talked did. current playoff <laughs> series. We talked hip hop. We talked women's rights. I mean, we Boy. did it. We're the basketball podcast that does it all. Absolutely, we did it, guys. So. Um, that's it. That's it for tonight's episode. Um, I don't even think we're to the second half of of this game here. So uh, let's let's enjoy this game and uh, appreciate you guys giving us a listen. Absolutely. Enjoy your week, guys. See you guys. At large bid this week. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh yeah.